0: Oh, good people of the whisky world, how the hell are you today? Hope your drams have not been as rough as a badger's bum since you last listened. And they've been smoother than my co-host's diamond chat. As always, I'm joined by Nicholas Palaki, who some say can create whisky from water just by looking at it. Hello, Nicholas. How are you doing today?
1: I'm oh, very well, Mitch. And yourself?
0: Can't complain, mate. Can't complain. These is introductions a... are getting better. You like Every that? Every time. Yeah, yeah I, I, do. Mean, I do. I didn't actually slag you off there for a change. So I'll work no, that probably. into the next one. That'll be, The next one's going to be a monster slagging. Don't worry about that, pal.
1: <laughs> can't wait, can't wait. I'm excited about our guests today, Mitch, because there's a common theme right now just with all the guests that we're having on, I think, uh, or the, the guests that we're lining up particularly, because we're just choosing people we really, really like, which I think is nice, because every time we bring on someone, like, we get excited about it. But in this particular instance, it is the wonderful Kelsey McEchnie who is master of malt and malt master at uh, the Balvenie single malt and uh, uh, a whiskey that both you and I have quite a bit of experience drinking as
0: well as working with absolutely Uh, yeah I'm Kelsey welcome to the show by the way welcome to the show how are you doing
2: hello I wasn't wanting to speak there I was just enjoying the show
0: It's going to make it real awkward
1: as we keep going through it if you don't participate,
0: (laughs) just to be clear. I don't know. We just keep talking about her and just leave her on hold there. (laughs) That'd (laughs) be Sounds good. But now, Kelsey, I'm so happy to have you on the show eventually because this has been a a kind of work in progress here. I think it's been about three, maybe four months we've been chatting about getting you on and and going backwards and forwards. So it's great to have you on. And I'm so happy to have you on for two reasons. Firstly, you and I go back a long way with the William Grant and Sons, uh, and it's amazing to see your journey and how you've now become the master blender for Balvenie, which is which is is unbelievable. We're going to get onto that in just a second. And it also means that because you're on the show, it means there's going to be less chat from Nicholas, which is always a bonus.
2: (laughs) Well, I'm glad I can help. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair Kelsey my first question is this
1: were you not coming on the show specifically because Daz was here prior and now I'm the new co-host you're like I'm in
2: <laughs> I mean I'm not going to say it was the entire reason but yeah it did play a factor
1: there we go Thought awesome.
0: <laughs> so. <laughs> well Kelsey I think we should get straight into this I mean let's talk chat about your your amazing new position as Maltmaster of Balvenie I mean unbelievably big shoes to, fin- to to fill here we're talking about david stewart mbe and i know there was this recent thing that happened down in i think it was london last year mm-hmm. where there was it was kind of twofold right because i mean i'll let you talk about this but there was the re- release of the the 60 year old it was david stewart's 60th work anniversary and it was the i suppose was it was that the official handover of the Yeah, range? it
2: really was so yeah that it the Event that we had in London, which was a fantastic event, and as you say, you know, mark David's 60 years at William Grant and Sons, which is absolutely incredible. And um, if I were to do the same, I would need to give up work when I'm 81, so it's <laughs> you know clear that I'm not <laughs> going to do 60 years. And um, but yeah, on that night, so we marked David's 60 years, we launched the 60 year old liquid, and I was officially announced as Malt Master, so what an amazing event!
0: Yeah, How did that feel amazing. afterwards? <laughs>
2: Do you know, it's funny, I think it's the kind of thing as well, at the time everything's happening so fast, so you probably don't take in everything that's going on and you both know what it's like working for William Grants. We are just, you know... I don't want to say humble, but everyone's so quiet and happy to get on with our day-to-day. So I think it's really good to take those sorts of moments where we actually just take in everything that's happened. And for us, we see David all the time on and off and nipping in at the office, if we see him the site, whatever he's doing. Um, and actually to take some time and say, you've dedicated six decades of your life to William Grants on Spirits and specifically Bovini, we absolutely should mark it with. A dinner, at least,
1: so it was amazing. <laughs> and that, I think, that word "humble" is is the ideal word to describe David Stewart. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I can imagine at the dinner, everybody being the centre of attention is not something he particularly enjoys. Uh I think that he's always he always strikes me. You know, it's, it's hysterical. You'd be like sixty years dedicated, and he'd be like, "Yep, mm-hmm, that was uh, it. Was a uh, nice sixty years. Yep, so that was fun." <laughs> like, I know. He's just so. Like his simplified enjoyment in, in the role that he's had for such a long period of time.
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, let's, don't get me wrong, I think he knows how to do it in all these years as well. So he's, <laughs> he's definitely so fantastic at talking about the products he's happy yeah. to you know let everyone into the history of all of our brands and and how products were formed so he, yeah he's fantastic at all that sort of thing and, and people were showering him with compliments and and he's just saying yeah do you know I, I almost fell into this job they didn't have anyone else to do it when Hamish had left and so yeah I started doing it and I did pretty well and you're like well, after 60 years yeah you did exceptionally well
1: <laughs> I always thought with William Gantons they always talked about being a family company, like you know we're all big family. And I used to think maybe it was just me with my family growing up in Scotland, but God, I don't want to be part of a family. Most <laughs> families are dysfunctional. Like I want to be a really well-oiled machine. But the funny thing is about the business is it is a very well-oiled machine. But the relationships that are cultivated within William Grant and Sons are can be lifelong, as Mitch and I can attest to. You know, so I think that that's pretty cool that you know you're you're being handed the reins. From somebody that spent sixty years building one of the most iconic single malt whiskey brands, no pressure.
2: Uh, no, no <laughs> pressure at all. Is it worrying that that doesn't worry me?
1: No, I think it's 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 uh, reassuring for us as 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 the as the as the drinkers of Valpenny. It's reassuring <laughs> that it doesn't worry you. I
0: think <laughs> I think that's great that it doesn't because I mean you're not just coming into this like oh I'm just taking over from David let's tra- chat about your background a little bit how long have you been sort of studying if you like under under David now
2: so I've been at William Grant and Sons for nine years and when I had joined I worked in our lab in Girvan. So basically I did a lot of the analysis on how we make the green whiskey, malt whiskey, how we make gin, um, a lot to do with different flavor profiles. I moved around our site, so moved up to Dufftown for a little while, and then um, I moved into whiskey sauce for a short period of the time, but I had first met David in 2015. So it has been a long time in in the making. It's funny because I always joke about this, how long an apprenticeship is, but um, everyone's eager to sort of like get those years down. So it's been good. Officially, we had announced that I was David's apprentice in 2018 because at that age, I was under 25. So I almost had like a silent year in 2000, or silent years, should I say, leading up to that point because um, the company just doesn't have anyone in an outward facing role that isn't over 25 basically advertising alcohol so yeah it's been really good actually having those couple of years to say um i don't know i don't know david brian what, what's the answer <laughs>
1: that's funny was, was it like jedi training were you like blindfolded with david stewart throwing like flavor profiles at you and you had to bat them off with a, a lightsaber or what, what was the training like
2: yeah more or less so you're like over a swimming pool and then you're blindfolded <laughs> and if you don't guess which of any product as you get pushed in the pool so that's more or less how it goes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sometimes the- it's
2: a fire pit, shark infested waters, who knows?
0: <laughs> the, the cooling pond at Balvenie, right? That's what they use. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when did you first realise that you could nose whiskey and you're really good at it?
2: We don't say that we're really good at it, but that when I had first realised that I enjoyed doing it and that, you know, I was able to pick up the the aromas and be able to you know isolate them probably when i had first started working at garvin you know this much i'm naturally a bit nosy so when i was working on all of the new make analysis in the spirit we have all of our sites have little nose labs that's a really good thing. When they get the new mixed spirits, that clear spirit, since it runs off the still, they do sensory on it. Then our blended team, so myself, Brian Kinsman, day in, day out, we do all of the, the analysis as well. And we've got a couple other people in our team, which is great. And then we meet at the end of the month. And we basically add like, the customer um, to everything the sex produced and then we chat about the flavors that they've made and are we on track blah blah blah. and um at that point everyone was part of the nose panel and i was like well if i'm analyzing the spirit and you know really quantifying how much of x amount of flavors so higher alcohols and esters and things that we're analyzing in spirit i want to be able to use my palate to pick up those same flavors Um, and so i started doing it i worked under leslie gracie who is famed as the creator of hendrix for quite a while and I obviously asked Leslie too many questions because she'd shunned me off to Tullamore quite quickly after that <laughs> and then I worked in Tullamore so I was so lucky because I got to move around our sites and just nose and taste and different spirits and yeah I don't know no one picked me up and nosing things incorrectly so I think it just evolved from there.
1: That's awesome. What was your interview process like for, for women because Jamie Milne just uh text Mitch and I to remind me of my interview process for William Grantsons, where apparently I started to take a torch, a, a blowtorch, to St. Pete in the office during my interview and almost set off the sprinkler system <laughs> for the <laughs> entire building. Did you have anything quite as tragically bad as that going?
2: You I did. And I joined so many moons before. This was even on my radar as being a job, so my interview story is far too boring for this podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I w- have you heard Mitch talk? I wouldn't, I wouldn't put anything far too boring for this podcast. To be fair,
0: <laughs> oh, 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 nice. <laughs> hey, my interview process—I can't even remember. It was that long. Ago. Oh no, I do remember. I was over. I went over to New York, and Andy Weir was there. And it was yep, funny yep. because I—I I actually put up a, a, a slide of. I, I'd done a, like a whole PowerPoint presentation because he had to do, uh, it was convince people how to come over to Scotland. And I actually put a slide of Braveheart up there, which was ironic because Andy Weir was actually in Braveheart. So <laughs> that got a little bit of a giggle. Um No, very cool. Well, listen, I want to chat about what we're all drinking here because I'm obviously drinking a little bit of Balvenie. Nicholas has got, I can see, I mean, look at his whiskey selection there, Kelsey. Sorry, listeners, you can't see it, but probably about a quarter of the screen is taken up with Balvenies there. Um, You're in the office, so I know, Kelsey, you might not be able to pour yourself a wee dram. It might be frowned upon. Um, but it's the joys about me and nicholas being our own bosses now we can just uh you know pour ourselves our own dram um oh. i want to <laughs> i've 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 poured out something in your kind of honor so this is the uh sweet toast of american oak which i know was one of am i correct in saying this was one of your first babies with balveni
2: yeah definitely it was first official one i feel like but in um... We can definitely chat about it. I don't mention it often, but we get to do the blending across all our brands. So there's a few more, obviously, that I've felt just as close to, but this is the first official one.
0: Very cool. So so chat me through through the, the whole process with this, because I know you worked a lot with Kelvin Cooperage over there, went over to Kentucky. I think you and Gemma went over there, Gemma Patterson, right?
2: We did. And Gemma tried to kill me when we were over there. Have you ever been in a car with Gemma driving?
0: Oh, I want to hear this story. <laughs> Let's hear this story. Well,
2: Uh, do you know she was like veering in you know i don't want to paint her in a bad light but she was scooting about the lanes
0: (laughs) (laughs) and then someone had
2: crept up on us and we ended up getting into a little bit of a a dink with them but we were all good to be honest i think she was more horrified than anyone but yeah it was all fine
1: (laughs) is she a road road rager is that what we're
0: hearing that was no, the she's again? the
2: complete opposite. She's so nice and bubbly. <laughs>
1: it's
0: because it's, it's she's from Lewis, you know. There's not, there's not a lot of traffic in Lewis, so
2: <laughs> no, ninety really... miles an hour
1: with her middle finger
0: waving out the window.
2: <laughs> Gemma, for the record, you're a fantastic driver.
0: <laughs> I've been in the car with her a few times She's alright So let's let's chat about this though I mean I think this was one of the first in the stories range to come out Which has now sees I think there's what, seven or eight different Balvenie stories Am I right in saying that?
2: Yeah, we're definitely nearly in double digits now So it's been amazing So yeah, you're right The Twelve old Toasted was one of the first in the series um, It's one of the first that I had worked on So we are always looking at different innovations We pride ourselves on where we can you know, recreating different flavors and there's a lot that you can do in you make. We talk about that a lot in terms of how you actually make the spirit and making different flavor profiles. But in mature spirit we were saying what else could we do that, you know, would not change the flavor of Boveni, but we can accentuate a lot of those different characters that we get. Um, So yeah, we love, absolutely love Virgin American Oak cast. They're amazing, never held spirit before. So they're bursting with flavor, ready to give off to another spirit. Um, And so basically we'd given them two toasts, one in Kelvin Cooperage, sent them over here. Our Coopers have given them a second toast and then we filled them with 12-year-old Boveni spirit and almost just let the magic happen. Typically when we do innovations, we'll sample them within the first four or five weeks We'll sample all the finishing casts, we get them back to our blending room, and we'll have a nose. And as soon as we had sampled these ones, we could tell straight away there's a big uplift in colour. The nose is absolutely fantastic. I always say to everyone, if you've tried a 12-year-old Boveni single barrel, it's like the single barrel on steroids. It's just super intense, accentuates all the vanilla, those toffee, all that honey character that Boveni has to offer. It's absolutely beautiful, and it has all the best parts for me of... Bourbon, what bourbon can offer, but it speaks true to Balvenie's DNA and that lovely house style that we've got. So
0: yeah.
2: one of my favourites, I have to say.
0: It's definitely, so, yeah, definitely that turbo charge of the the new oak comes through for sure um, with the American yeah. wood. Nicholas, well, what well, you no, got in your glass out of one of your twenty million Balvenies <laughs> that you got in the background? There? <laughs> I, I
1: have always well, it's so true story. Mitch, Mitch, contestant. You know yourself. You work, you work for a whiskey company. You get some perks. And one of the perks that I thought was really good with William Gansons is they give you a little allowance every year to go out and buy any of the brands that that they make, which you know you can go and buy some, say like Jerry, you could go and buy some Hendricks, you could go and buy Milagro, whatever it was that they were selling in the United States at the time. And I didn't, I bought one bottle. I bought one bottle of something that I probably wouldn't have spent. So I'd spend all my allowance on one thing, all my eggs in one basket, but I treat myself to a really nice... Whiskey. so i actually have some single cast 1978 i've got some 73 i've got the original balveni ton 1401 batch number one which was only available at the distillery so i've got one bottle of that front and center here but and i've also got quite a few of the batch number threes which mitch uh you'll know that myself and andy weir got to go back and work with david stewart and we got to kind of hand crank that you know 130 year old what was it was it was 95 years old at the time so it's probably about 100 110 years old now 100. If whatever years old now uh, and crank and hand pump the, the the casks into the marrying ton but right now as, as a little toast to you Kelsey I, I poured above any 30 because I thought you might not get 60 years in but I hope you get 30 so <laughs> <laughs>
2: listen if I only last till 30 years and I've got you to thank this is <laughs> going
1: to be a <annoying. laughs> so on, on that note like so obviously I mean there's a the one thing that I will say is, and I, I do know this, is that there's a lot of older aging stock for Balvenies, which have which has been one of the, the nice cities of, of being able to kind of sip and taste through, I'm sure, as, a, as, as the new malt master. Uh, what do you see coming down the line for some of those older profiles? Have you got anything that you'd love to do or anything that they've given you a challenge to work on?
2: Oh, yeah i mean we've definitely got heaps of innovations we all talk with this so we'll buy any weird wonderful cast that's going so that we can try out at a younger end so we have heaps of experiments that I really look forward to launching part of David's legacy for me has always been how innovative he's been cast finishing pioneering it in the eighties and obviously launching 12 year old Doublewood in 93. So for us, it's, it's really just about keeping that alive. So all that old stock. Yeah. I mean, we've got so much of it earmarked for the future and how amazing would it be if we could launch products older than a 60 year old in the coming years.
0: And, and on that subject, Kelsey, let's chat about that current 60 year old. What was the, what was the process for that? What was the type of cask? Uh, I'm assuming you were quite heavily involved in pulling all that together as well
2: yeah and I mean so so lucky can you imagine working at a site where in a lot of ways all of the hard work's been done before you I get the fantastic job of just going in nose and tasting them and I'm saying nah leave that one this is the one so to be honest it'd been earmarked for a couple of years we absolutely loved it it's a European oak hogshead and um, we managed to get 71 bottles out of it as well so we at least wanted to make 60 for 60 years and the flavour is incredible. We always put um, peat into our kiln but many moons ago we would have put more peat in so it had a little bit more of that peated accent to it. So, certainly not what we would classify as peated spirit, but just in the way that we fired the kiln, it, it does have a little bit of more smoke in the nose, but it's beautiful. It's got damp bracken on the nose, that rich toffee note that we always talk about in Bovenie, um, and that a lot of those caramelised flavours coming through. Spending 60 years in oak, that ABV just dropped down naturally in its own, and oh, it's just absolutely stunning. So I truly mean it when I say I've had the easiest job, and how rich for me that I, I get to go in and, and sample all these casks and yeah, as I say, yay and nay them.
1: So you got 11 extra bottles out of that cast. So I can't wait for my sample bottle of that to show up, Kelsey. That's very kind of you oh, to offer. Mate, you didn't not get shop. yours?
0: Kelsey, Kelsey sent mine last week. <laughs> <laughs> didn't get it. Oh,
2: sorry, Nicholas. <laughs> I know. And because we've got those extra 11, you're both talking about what you're drinking. I've got a cup of tea in my cat mug, but I just chopped a little bit of 60 in there. Why not?
1: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's 9.30 in the morning here. Like I have to say, this is the thing. Every time I call Mitch, he's, I mean... It's the middle of the afternoon for him. To be fair, he's always five or six whiskeys in by the middle of the afternoon. story. True story. <laughs> it's never his first dram. But he's making me start to drink now at night. Like, oh, this is a wonderful breakfast dram. The old 30-year-old Balvenie.
0: <laughs> never do anything less than 30-year-old before nine o'clock in the morning, you know. <laughs> Shameful.
1: It is shameful, isn't it? Like, this is a treat. Like, I was really excited t- t- for you to come on, Kelsey. So I did want to... Uh, this is one of the few times that I actually have poured myself a dram at nine thirty in the morning and genuinely enjoyed drinking it.
2: <laughs> They're all good. Honestly, for some reason, I'm so glad that everyone does enjoy Boveni as much as they do because... I mean, seriously, what a fantastic company. And like I say, everyone at the site works their socks off to make sure that, that new makes, but it's absolutely perfect. So, yeah, yep. so many respects. I've got the, the easy job. So, someone drinking a 30 year old at nine, half nine in the morning, that's what should be done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, Kelsey, let's chat about your role now. So, now you've got free reign. Mm-hmm. David's not coming over looking. Looking over your shoulder every two seconds. What what does what your job look like? I mean, I'm assuming there's a lot of sampling going on, but I know there's going to be a lot of international travel, which you've been doing already. So how does this year look for you as we move into 2023?
2: So it's definitely going to be a busy year. Um we are heading out to Asia in April, so we're stopping in Taipei for a little bit, and then heading over to Singapore. So that's just one of the trips that we've got planned. So we're doing a couple of sixty-year-old events, uh, and so it's amazing. I mean, once it's a good one. And that's just drinking whiskey,
1: about- not making events for people over the age of sixty, right? Correct.
2: and it could be both but yes <laughs> it's for our launch event but yeah to be honest super super busy year and it's like I say it's a great one chatting about actually how David and I's relationships been working over the past couple of years because when I always joke and say is it you know strange that I don't feel worried or stressed about him not being around you know, David is, I'm sure he won't mind me saying, he's actually just turned 78. So of course David hasn't had a hand in the day-to-day in the same way that he would have 30, 40 years ago. So um, a lot of the day-to-day stuff we've just been working through and we always say this, that we are so lucky to have him on hand. See, when we chat about casts from... The seventies and the eighties, and I'm talking about cask for talking sake. One, one, two, one. He'll say, "Is that the sister cask that we brought in in batch?" And his memory is just so switched on; it's amazing. No he knows so much just about how we've made the juice for so long. So, yeah, I think as far as the day to day, actually, with the big announcement, I'm really lucky that bizarrely not a lot has changed, but that's the way it should be.
0: Yeah, and I and- think as well, like David Stewart's a bit of a probably a little bit of a work not a workaholic, but you know, Balvenie's been his baby for so long, he probably finds it hard to give it up. I mean, you've got so many examples of that within William Grant and Sons. There's people like Ian Miller, uh, you know, ex-distillery manager, global ambassador, said he was going to retire, hasn't really retired. Dennis McBain, still kicking about the distillery all the time. Uh, Ian McDonald as well, ex cooper <laughs> Make all him sound guys. like a
1: hobo just hanging out the back gates. There. <laughs> just kicking about the distillery. He's like... <laughs> an active member of the community I think is what you meant to say (laughs) yeah well
0: yeah everyone everyone knows Dennis knows what I'm talking about but I I I wanted to bring Dennis in because I love that story and and Kelsey maybe you can chat about a little bit more the the one that was a kind of tip of the hat to Dennis McBain with the the copper dog
2: so basically in 2018 when it was announced that I was going to be David's apprentice Dennis had very kindly gifted me a copper dog so I'm sure listeners of this podcast know what copper dog is but if not it's basically a copper tube on a chain so it's called the dog and the chain axe is like taking the dog that's its lead taking a walk and so moons ago we used to take out the bung out of a cast we would drop the copper tube in and then sample it from there and um, so when I was announced as apprentice malt master um, Dennis had made one and David and him had gifted me it and basically the bottom was a penny from 1962 and the spirit inside was from the year that I was born and so it was a beautiful that's gift it was cool, really man. really nice that's one thing i absolutely love about whiskey it's so nostalgic and actually when we talk about all these old casks as well apart from the fact the flavor is amazing thinking about the amount of people before you that have actually worked on that spirit and touched the casks yeah i'm not worthy
1: do you think so... they'll ever do a bottling for mitch called the tube because plenty of people call him that so i wonder if maybe balvenia would think or consider doing something along those lines <laughs> we
2: had one for mitch but it wasn't as pg as that
0: Well, as you know, this isn't a PG show, so it's fine to go ahead and say it. Talking about something a little bit more serious here, Kelsey, I mean, you're young, you're female, you're in charge of this massive brand. How does that go down within the whiskey industry when people realize you're the malt master? You know, I mean, I'm assuming there must be, not pushback from some people, but almost shock because, you know, you've got to this position in, at such a young age. There, there must be some kind of funny reactions sometimes.
2: Do you know, and there probably is. And I think it's good to shock people. We yeah. we love a bit of change. And in whiskey, nothing happens overnight. So there's very little change that happens. And, do you know, I think there's probably two parts to it. Being a, a bit younger as well actually was sort of similar ages to David when he had taken on this sort of role but I've been in the whiskey stocks team for a long time so I've been really lucky and had a hand in so I think if it's sort of an, an age thing that people are surprised by is it's you know your sensory palette and your skills always I would like to think speak for themselves and and that's how people get into these sorts of roles but around just what sort of gender people have and the roles that they're doing I always think it's a really great one to chat about because actually internally um, since I've so I've had more female leaders than I've had male, and so I always think it's an outward-facing misconception in terms of whiskey drinkers I often think that because there's definitely more male whiskey drinkers than there are female. But again, you know that's sort of turning on its head a little bit. So, yeah, I think over the years I've been blending Boveni spirit touch wood we've not had any complaints so yeah i've not had any pushback and i'm so lucky as well working for such an amazing brand that i'm almost i feel like hidden from a lot of that so i dare say it does happen but i don't feel it at all and and if people are skeptical i welcome them to buy a bottle and try it for themselves
1: so <laughs> yes, i think that's Absolutely. the right way you know let, let the liquid do the speaking for you but on that note i actually don't know how old you are kelsey and i know it's rude to ask a woman how old she is so instead i'm just yeah. going to ask how much you weigh <laughs> and I was going to say,
2: do you know it is rude to ask? So thank you. Yeah. <laughs>
0: no right, not answer
1: on either question. Fine. There we go.
0: <laughs> we're gonna get we're getting to the end of this. This and it's been a pleasure. We could we could do this for hours, I'm sure. But I know you're 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 busy. You got to go and shoot off and blend up some more Balvenie. Uh, but we're gonna do a quick fire round for you, not necessarily about whiskey, just some oh, uh, random questions for you coming up here. <laughs> um so, best Balveni you've ever tried?
2: Best bavenny that I could try and try and try again. What would love it?
1: Over twenty-one, absolute killer. What would your ideal holiday vacation be?
2: It's going to be Bali in July. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm.
1: If you could get any type of animal to keep as a pet, what would it be?
2: <gasps> Have you seen my mug? It's a cat.
0: That person love it. I'm I the like face person. For a
1: minute. I'm like oh
0: <laughs> Top movie you you've go. watched Top
2: movie that I've watched
0: Yeah
2: Oh, Do you know I, I'm a loser I was right the first time I don't watch too many movies But right now I'm re-watching Suits There
1: you go Nice, nice I nice love series. a bit of
2: Suits so Does yeah. anyone watch it?
1: <laughs> I've watched I think I watched Like the first few seasons of it And then it was just getting a bit it's a bit repetitive, doesn't it? It's kind of like there's only so much of this that I can take. Watching this kid squeeze his way illegally through the legal system. Yeah, and
2: do you know what? I think it's it's a good nod to a simple mind then, because I'm like same style of episode every time, and I'm like a clap and seal at home, so it's great.
0: <laughs> clap and seal. <laughs> right. So you walk into a bar, and they have no Balvenie behind the bar. After you pick your draw jaw up off the floor in disbelievement of that what whiskey do you order scotch or international what do you go for
2: oh definitely keeping one of our home brands i'm going to say a massive throwback to my early days glenfiddich and cane you'll not wear well, much
0: mm, good choice
1: yeah, if I love you it. didn't work in the whiskey industry and you could do any job anywhere what would it be
2: oh any job anywhere i think do you know because i'm not a massive fan of flight and, and i always said before be far more comfortable if i was actually allowed in the cockpit i would like to be a pilot because i feel like i would love it if i was in charge of the plane
1: oh <laughs> oh couldn't pay me to do that i'm actually the older i'm getting the more i'm getting more terrified if i have i used to do 180,000 air miles a year and now i don't want to get in an airplane i'm like I'm even like a, I'm a shaky pedestrian at best. Now, <laughs> <laughs> do
2: you know? See if you crack the secret to going on a plane and just feeling at ease. Let me know.
0: Yeah, I was going to say you're lying, Nicholas. You're always a bad flyer. I mean, we used to fly together all the time. You used to hold my hand during takeoff. What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> Honestly, I, I'll tell you this. This is a funny story. So I was actually in the car with, uh, with my wife, and my son was in the back seat, and he's seven years old. But this is this is a, the loveliest. Uh, Thing I've ever heard them say. I just leaned over, just told my wife, my wife Carrie's hand, and he leaned over, and my son went, "Why are you holding hands? Is it for safety?" But <laughs> <I thought, laughs> the way I drive, probably.
0: Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what's the next Balvenie that's coming out? I'm joking. I know oh. you can answer that. I know you can answer. That. <laughs> when you, when you want to? <laughs> I was about to
2: say, but you know, because you've said you can't answer that. Yeah, no, I mean, to be honest, like. No, let's be honest, we've launched a six year old Boveni only four months ago. I'm riding off the coattails of that for a long time. Yeah,
0: we're quite <laughs> right. Quite right. Um, but what do you ab- get up to when you're not making whiskey?
2: Love hanging out with family, how cheesy. Um, going out, doing a fair bit of walking, and then when the better weather comes in, enjoy a bit of wakeboarding.
1: Oh, there you go. I just like Badly. that as well.
0: Nice,
1: absolutely rock star. This was fantastic thoroughly enjoyed meeting you kelsey because actually i hadn't met you prior to to you coming on the show so really nice for you to join us thanks for giving us your time today and um, as always it's been it's been a pleasure
2: no it's been great actually catching up and Mitch, i think it's been the longest time since we've properly seen each other so lovely to see you both and to meet you nicholas as you say
0: yeah you too kelsey take care great to see you